0: This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 329. Three smart tips for a newcomer in the United States. In today's episode, you'll meet our guest who recently relocated to the U.S. from South Africa, and you'll get three tips on how to have a better life when you first get here. Today we have a special guest on our show. Our guest today is an author, associate professor, a businesswoman, and a lawyer. She comes from Durban, South Africa, and she is now based in Cape Cod, Massachusetts. In her consulting and teaching, she inspires others to pursue their dreams in both the legal field and in business. Our guest today is Dr. Portia Lovu. Let's welcome Portia to the show. This podcast is sponsored by Indeed. As a business owner myself, I've learned that the most important key to success is having a great team, but it can be time-consuming, reading through tons of resumes. Need to hire a great candidate at your company? Why not eliminate the busy work? Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so that you can connect with candidates faster. Just in the minute that I've been talking to you, 23 hires were made on Indeed, according to Indeed data worldwide. So join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com A-E-E. Just go to indeed.com A-E-E right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. INDEED.com slash AEE. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need indeed. Hey, Porja, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us today. How are you today?
1: Hello, Lindsay. I am wonderful today. Thank you so much for having me on your show. I'm excited.
0: Uh, We're excited to have you here. And so I heard that you came to the U.S. a few years ago. Is that right? That's correct. In 2012, I had had
1: been coming in and out of the U.S. just to do visiting, visiting scholarships and research. But I really moved to the U.S. on the snow February of
0: 2014, and that's when I started to live here. Oh, what a tough time to come in the middle of the winter in one of the snowiest winters ever, right? Oh, that must have been tough. So tell us about your first few weeks or your first month in the US. What was that like for you?
1: Sure. It was great. Um, I came into Buffalo, New York. I had just left South Africa and left my car, which was like a bit of a luxury car. And I had come in without uh, uh, transport, so I had to use public transport and walk everywhere. So that was interesting. (laughs) But, you know, I also felt very safe in Buffalo doing that. And I had been very fortunate to rent a, a good room in a very nice neighborhood. And I felt safe and I already found a church, so. That was really helpful to kind of feel safe and know that I can get around and that the transport, the public transport was easy to get.
0: Oh, that's good. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. What were some of the differences, the immediate differences that you noticed between your town in South Africa and here? I mean, there must be tons, obviously, but what really stood out to you?
1: Okay, so uh, back in South Africa, you tend to be more security conscious. Whereas Mm -hmm. here I came with the same attitude because obviously I'm a stranger here, but it was striking to me that I didn't have to be as security conscious. People were, were kind of really open and friendly and neighborly and, and they came from all walks of life. So, um, I felt like you know, at home in a sense and because I already had kind of a lot of traveling experience because of my shipping industry background, it was kind right. of like being in anywhere in the world, but I was very yeah, interested to see the snow as well. That struck
0: me right <laughs> away. <laughs> That's very different. Had you had you always planned to move to the US or was it a more spontaneous decision to relocate here? Um. Yeah. Uh. I must say that I had thought that I would move more
1: to the European countries because that's mm-hmm. the influence that South Africa has, especially when it right. comes to shipping. But when I started doing my research here in the United States, I started to realize, hey, this is where I could relocate to. This suits me far more. And um. And then it became something I uh, that became a goal to me. I started to get focused on that.
0: Oh, interesting. And so I just want to clarify for our audience the for our audience the area of law that you focus on and that is shipping, right? Maritime law, is that right? That's correct. That's c- Okay. Okay. And interesting. So, all right. So you had an interesting, uh, basically, it sounds like you had a good transition to your life here in the U.S. Can you give us three basic tips that any of our listeners could use if they've just relocated here and they're feeling a little bit kind of confused or lost? What could you advise to them to do during their first few months here?
1: Okay. So I think the first thing is to always have a solid legal plan. Okay. This Ooh, means interesting. you must educate yourself on all the immigration law and always have all the documents that could potentially be needed with you so that you are never in a position where you are potentially offending the host country. Um, and there are actually free uh, organizations that you can approach to help you with this. And for okay. me, my education served me really well because I was uh, a lawyer coming in with my Ph.D. So that advantage really helped me in, in looking to enforce that tip. Um, oh, that's great. Yes. And for me, I always I already knew that my legal plan was, first of all, my visa allowed me to do the things that I wanted to do, which was to attend job interviews, which was to volunteer so that I could give back to the community so that I could research and approach law schools and and, and those kind of things. So that was my legal plan. Okay. Yeah. So the Mm -hmm. second tip is to remember that, of course, there are exceptions in this world. However, remember that people are people. So people respond to respect, to love to hard work, to honesty, to integrity in the same way. Um, So whatever good you are doing back home, continue to do it wherever you go in the world. And that will serve you well. And tell yourself, you know, be I'm here to be a solution. I'm here to be good for the economy and the community that I'm in.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. I think it's important that, especially when we're moving across cultures, we have to remember that we all have a unique gift and we have something to give to the community and to the new culture. And we shouldn't forget about that by trying to blend in and act like the local people, right? We have something unique to offer. So what you're saying is that we should continue to pursue that, whatever that is, what our talent is or our profession, whatever we can give, right? Yes.
1: Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Lindsay, you've, you've hit the nail. I like that. Okay, and that's great. And what would be your third tip for our third listeners tip. if they're coming into the U.S.? My
1: third tip, of course, is learn to
0: take hardship and rejection
1: in a healthy way. And mm. if you know how to do that, it'll really bring out the best in you. So those cool. are my three tips. <laughs>
0: Uh, that's fantastic. I really like these tips. I mean, they're very useful for anyone going through any kind of transition. But we know it's especially hard when we move abroad. And maybe- did you move with a family member or w- did you come here by yourself? I moved alone. Okay, wow. Um, So that's especially challenging, right? It's made it challenging, but
1: it's also easy in a sense because I'm just looking for a room just for me and, you know, board and finances, which, of course, the rent cannot compete with the dollar. So.
0: Really good that I was moving by myself. <laughs> yeah. I, wow. So there, yeah, there are benefits and drawbacks to moving by yourself. Sure. You can be a lot more flexible, that's for sure, yeah. and you require less space, and it's a little bit easier. But in some ways, we do need a community of support. I'm curious about your last tip. I really like it to learn to take rejection in a positive way, in a useful way. What What are some practical things that we can do to learn how to take rejection in a good way? Like, how did you learn to do that? Would you like to know what the 100 most common phrases in English are? You can find out in our free downloadable ebook, The 100 Most Common Phrases in English. Go to allyearsenglish.com/slash 100 to download your free ebook now.
1: Okay, so if you are making appointments to meet people and to introduce your your offering because you say you have a gift and you want to be good for the community, so you right. have to communicate that. And sometimes people may not have the time for you or um, it's far to get to where you want to get to and you may have some right. constraints like that. So what you do is you just plan it so that you are always on time. If you do get the chance to meet those kind of people, that you mm. speak your mind, you speak honestly, you show them that you're willing to work, and and also just to make yourself available in terms of like volunteering. I was very fortunate to um, come into a community um, that that had a church that was very receptive to me. I even had ladies from Liberia who um, gave me volunteering opportunities. And those were some of the practical steps that helped me to know that, okay, I may not have started with my dream right away, but I can volunteer in the meantime, I can do research in the meantime, and then till I get to my dream,
0: yes. Yeah, I think that's a really important point, Portia, that we don't always, we come here, maybe we have a certain idea, a dream in mind, but it's not always going to happen right away. So we have to get really good at looking at other opportunities and how those might lead us to what we eventually want to do. And we have to get good at being rejected, right? We just, you know, it's going to happen. We all get rejected. So we have to get used to it and accept that and just move on to the next opportunity. Exactly, right? Exactly,
1: because actually rejection is direction.
0: Um, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I had
1: three opportunities I was looking at. I was looking to be in a military type of institution that's involved with the coasts and I was um, interested in a law school I was also interested in writing the local bar because I can always be a lawyer but those things meant time had to be taken you know you still have to write those exams and you have to register for that so all of that t- takes time so you can not sit back and say well I'm not going to do anything because they've rejected me they want this certificate and that certificate and then just sit down no tell yourself that I'll get stronger I'll, I'll do that certificate that's necessary until I Get to the to the ideal.
0: I like it. I like it. We have to have that attitude to get anywhere in life, especially in a new country. I love it. Oh, very cool. So, Portia, these have been fantastic points and tips. Let me just recap what you've shared with us today. So, first of all, you suggested that we we must have a solid legal plan and understand the legal structure of the new country that we're in, the U.S. or if we move to England. Right. Good. And the second one is you've said that we need to remember that people are people and we have certain gifts to give the new community. So, don't leave that behind. And don't forget about honesty, integrity. These are international values that will be valid across culture and valuable across culture, right? Absolutely. Good. And then the third one you said is learn to take rejection in kind of a positive way. I like what you said. Rejection is direction. I I hope that our listeners can really keep that in mind today. You know, this has been inspiring for us. Thank you. So, Portia, where can we find you online? What are you working on? I know you have some interesting books that you've written recently, and you have a business uh, university that you have been teaching at. Can you tell us about some of the things that you've been working on? Okay. So I have been
1: um, published several times and all my publications, papers and books, they are available on my LinkedIn profile. So if people just go to Portia Nzovu and type, uh, um, say, for example, post apartheid reconciliation. They'll find some of my books on that. They'll find some of my books on business and, um, some shipping books as well. Um, so that is all on LinkedIn. And uh, with regards to the university or college that I teach at, they can Google Massachusetts Maritime Academy and specifically the International Maritime Business Unit, which is the one I serve, especially if they dream about a shoreside career um, to serve the shipping industry. So those are the places where they could find that information.
0: Okay. Very cool. So, guys, if you're interested in maritime law, the legal field, the business world, check out this university. And also, Portia, can you spell your last name for us? If we're in LinkedIn and we want to find the books that you've written, how can we, what do we type in? Could you spell that name for us? With pleasure.
1: So, you're going to type Portia, just like in Shakespeare. And my last name is Ndlovu, so it's N-D-L-O-V-U. And I've put next to my name on LinkedIn PhD. So they they can type Ph.D. and that will go directly to my profile and they'll see under publications that all my books are there, including links to my college, to the academy where I teach as an associate oh. professor. Yeah.
0: Excellent. Well, thank you so much for your time. I think your tips will really inspire some of our listeners who are getting ready to move abroad. And you know that it's not easy, but you've been able to build a a nice life for yourself here. And you've been able to kind of keep moving towards your dreams. Uh, And congratulations on that. And thanks for joining us, Portia, today. What a pleasure, uh, Lindsay McMahon. Um, I really appreciate this opportunity.
1: You are inspiring, great listeners. I appreciate that. (laughs) Oh, thank
0: you, Portia. Have a great day. Thanks so much so much. Pleasure. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to today's show and be sure to come back to our website at allearsenglish.com slash resources for some awesome ideas and special offers to help you get fluent. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. See you soon.